This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. What up, y'all? I'm looking for a new intro. I gotta switch things up on the uh, on this new edition of the Corona Convo Cast. My name is Tom, and uh, I'm the editor and co-founder of Your Other Brothers. We are a community navigating faith, homosexuality, masculinity, and now coronavirus together. So thanks, y'all, for being here. I'm having such a blast getting to connect with different members of the Yab community, or what I'm calling the Yab adjacent community. People who have guested on on the podcast before, or, um, or maybe they just like really enjoy our blog content or listen to our content. And I'm just really excited to just have these check-ins and conversations with people, uh, across the board, across the spectrum in different parts of the world. And just, you know, talk about coronavirus because this is this unifying thing that's affecting all of us, but, uh, but also just have some fun and connect and hopefully spark a little joy along the way as well. So I'm really excited to bring back, man, this guest we've had, we've had him on a couple times lately after going through an inexcusable drought um, of, of life without him. So we're welcoming back to the show from the other side of the USA. It's our other brother, Matt. What's up, Matt? What up, everyone? Matt, how are you doing? Uh, to be honest, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is this era of time hitting you hard? Is it, has it been challenging? Um, some ways, yes. Others way. Yeah. Other ways. No. Because Matt, the big running joke with you in our friend circles and even on Yab, I think in some level is that you love church, you love people, you love Bible studies, you love groups. It seemed like every single day you have some sort of social function happening. And so just like on a purely relational level, like how are you handling the new way of doing things? All the zooms and all the digital sermons and all the everything digital. Okay, so all the whole social media, digital talk, uh, video chats, whatever, those are saving my life because for myself, I'm a very social person. I'm a very uh, extroverted person. And since uh, I can't really um, hang out with people, I mean, uh, my top love language is like quality time with people. Mm. So, dude, it's, it's digging like in my social life. And honestly, I hate it right now. I, I, I'm I'm not really a uh, introverted person, like probably to a point. But other than that, like once that I, I hit that limit, is like I need to hang out with somebody. I need to hang out with people. But unfortunately, since this uh, epidemic is going on, it's been straining on me, and I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. You're like, uh, yeah, you're you're not alone in that in that regard. Introverted, extroverted. I think we're all feeling it on on some level here. Um, you gave me an inspirational idea the other day. So the other day I was walking around the neighborhood cause that's my thing now. I'm just the neighborhood walker, big fan of neighborhood walking. If, if y'all haven't tried it, you need to try well, hopefully, it. Hopefully you're not the neighborhood uh, creeper. No, hopefully. <laughs> I'm sure people are looking out their window. Cause I, I look the same every single time I have this like blue ceramic mug that I drink coffee out of while I walk around the neighborhood with my headphones in listening to a podcast and so they're probably just like, what is he doing? He, there he is again. He's walking past with his blue mug and his, his whatever he's listening to. But, um, but I did an Instagram live the other day, Matthew, which you appeared on or you, you commented on and you suggested yes. that I should go longboarding, which I can't believe I've never even thought about doing that. But, um, and I expressed initial hesitation about it because I figured this would probably be the time that I twist my ankle or, or do something tragic on a longboard when it's like, 
the last thing the hospitals need right now is me rolling in with a leg going three different directions, but, um, but I'm warming up to it. Uh, we'll see. I haven't actually gone, gone longboarding yet during this coronavirus stretch, but I'm, I'm feeling more and more inclined to do that soon. Well, since you uh, speak of, uh, longboarding, uh, you can tell what uh, you are seeing on your end. If I put the camera Oh my gosh, here, are you longboarding right now? <laughs> I'm a, well, not well, not right now, but I do have my longboard. Yeah. I'm at a park right now. It's a very uh, sunny 70 degrees uh, New Mexico weather right now. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I needed to get out of the house. So, I mean, it's a perfect day out here. And while you're, you're seeing like beautiful skies. I'm under a tree. I'm sitting on my longboard. Dude, whenever you get the chance, whenever you get the chance, Tom, go longboarding. You're not going to regret it unless like you injure yourself or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about taking when the it's, it's going to be cold the next couple of days, but I think it's going to warm up by the weekend. And I'm thinking about going on like a three mile longboarding, uh, journey to, there's this water tower. There's a really famous water tower here in Asheville that has like a, a slogan painted on it. So I was thinking about going over there, taking a picture or two, and then, and then basically longboarding back. I think that would be a good excursion for me, but you should go, you should go longboarding um, to close this podcast. I think that would be a cool aesthetic to like, to hear the sound of the wheels hitting the pavement as you sign off. I think that would be really cool. Well, that's if I can, I mean, if, if, uh, if you can hear it. So well, oh, it would I'll, pick up. It would okay. totally pick up. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna try that after uh, yeah. we're getting uh, done here. So, yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got 14 minutes to prepare for that. <laughs> okay then. That well, I'm yeah. by the road, so yeah, sure, I'll do it. Cool, cool. Well, Matt, have you thought about anything? I like these conversations to be totally spontaneous and freeform. But was there anything that you wanted to talk about today? Um. Yeah, actually, I do. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if, um, you've had any, um, stories about like fun, exciting stuff to do like, well, um, I don't know, to, um, uplift people. So uh, maybe like other people that you've talked to in the past, um, besides Nate, um, talked about, it's like, Hey, let's go talk about like, I don't know, coloring or <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Do you have something uplifting to talk to us about today? Actually, no. I'm going to talk uh, the opposite of okay. that. Yeah. Um, Perfect. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's it's within your quote-unquote poorness. Instead of uplifting, you're going to downlift us. So yeah. please, please downlift yeah. us. Okay. So um, I actually wanted to talk about like tragedy within this uh, mm. whole uh, coronavirus um, epidemic, like what to do with tragedy. Um, in the midst of it. So um, for all the, um, I don't know, viewers listening, um, as of like we're recording uh, um, uh, today, like it's uh, March, uh, end of March, um, middle of the week. Um, unfortunately, I have some sad news um, within my family. Um, we had a tragedy uh, within, a, again, my family. And uh, one of my cousins who um, I live with, um, I live with a aunt and uncle and their, their uh, sons, uh, one of them passed away this weekend. And um, it's, it's actually been pretty hard. And it's been pretty hard um, because, I mean, we're going through this epidemic and everything's kind of shut down. Um, hospitals are full. Um, funeral homes are kind of a bit busy with um, the death toll rising and everything. And 
um yeah so it, it's it's been it's been crazy and um yeah he uh my cousin passed away this weekend he was in uh in his mid-30s and um i don't want to get into like the whole detail but it was it was very uh, traumatic for all of us mm-hmm. um my my aunt and uncle just being in my bedroom just like listening to the whole sounds of just grieving uh grievance and crying and all that stuff and just like praying for them and um the the um the family got together through phone uh through um um video calls uh video chats and everything and surprisingly my parents uh came out all the way from the navajo reservation which is like a four to five hour drive from their 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 place all the way out here uh where i live at and it it was good to see my folks because i haven't seen them um since christmas but through through what we're going through right now it it i to be honest like this is basically the eight um in me coming out it sucks it, it it definitely definitely sucks with with dealing with tragedy and loss of um a family member um and we're 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 definitely holding on to um what scripture has to say about um having having this hope um grieving with hope yeah because uh, i i like to quote um uh levi lesko from a fresh life church um where he says that um hurting uh, hurting with hope still hurts and we're we're definitely going to um, deal with that with yes we have hope but we're still going to hurt and we're still going to um, have this ache in our heart and this sadness in our heart of just like a family member's gone somebody that would that we knew very very well who was very close to us um, that I saw almost every day is gone now and yeah I, I mean not to be like a Debbie Downer but this is also reality too that hey it's like maybe a listener here is actually dealing with tragedy and it's not only tragedy, but tragedy in this, uh, in the midst of this, uh, coronavirus ep- epidemic as well. It's like, what do you do with that? Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think that's like a question, uh, for myself and not only for myself, but like for people who are, who have, uh, have, have dealt with death in this epidemic, what do you do with this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, prayers go out to you, Matthew, about that situation. That's, that's rough. And, I actually even even before um, I learned that about about you and your family, like this week, I've been thinking a lot about death and and certainly death as it relates to coronavirus. So anyone who contracts the disease and then and then ultimately dies from it, I've been thinking about that a lot more lately. But then I've also been thinking about just just people who die in general. Like people are still dying from other things, other causes during this time. I even had an extended family member this week lose a loved one. And I had to like, it's so unbearable to like see the reactions online because they can't have a funeral. They can't have people congregating together. And that's so disruptive. And that's so strange that you can't, you can't even come together as a family or as a bunch of loved ones to grieve as you would normally um, during this time, because it's not the wisest, healthiest thing to do during, during this current spot on the calendar that we are. And so, um, so yeah, my heart is going out to all those people who, um, are losing loved ones, whether from the pandemic or, or just in general, people, um, passing away as life goes. And so, um, I don't know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough stuff. I was, I was 
feeling convicted because up until up until this week of pondering death and tragedy, I was thinking more so just about inconvenience, like, oh, like all the things are closed and and there's no sports and, um, you know, this and that, this and that, or even things like, you know, someone was going to get married and then they had to put off their wedding like, oh, that's so inconvenient. But but like there's legitimate tragedy happening right now. And and, you know, I want to acknowledge that story and, and, and make sure that people feel, uh, yeah, not alone, that their, their stories are valid and that they're not alone walking this out because, um, because tragedies are still happening. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it, it definitely sucks because we're, we're, we're going through that as well because we're trying to figure out what, what are we going to do? Cause usually for my family, uh, whenever death strikes, um, we usually have a meeting, a family meeting. Everybody gets together. We talk about what's going on, uh, our feelings, all the stuff. And through that, we plan it, like what we're going to do for the funeral. But since we can't get together, um, we're kind of doing this alone. We're, we're, we're kind of like doing this in, in, in the dark in a way. And um, it definitely sucks. But I, I, I know we're, we'll, we'll definitely get through this. Um, uh, we're, we're definitely planning something um, but for now we're taking our time and we're, we're, we're validating like our feelings. You could say the, the reality of what's going on and just like trusting in, in, in the Lord right now. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's funny. Um, I, I know that I'm probably get like emails or messages or whatever. And I, um, I, I do appreciate all of you guys, um, condolences and worries and all that stuff but to be honest like i'm for myself i'm fine um i've dealt with death before with um, other family members uh my nully man which is my grandfather on my dad's side my aunts and uncles on my dad's side my auntie on my mom's side um cousins um yeah so this this isn't like a unusual territory mm-hmm. and uh for myself you know me i'm a i'm a very strong-willed person so yeah yeah, and you hardly you hardly see me cry before too. So I'm not going to start now. You don't have to cry on the podcast, but feel the freedom to cry if you haven't already. It's it's it does wonders for the soul. Let me tell you, it does. It does. Yeah. I mean, I've I've cried before, but um, just now is not the time. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be praying for you, Matt. It's uh, it's rough stuff. I know. Um, but. Yeah. But man, like what, uh, what else? We got a few minutes left, Matt, dear yeah. Matt. Any, anything else you want to chat about during our Corona convo? Actually, yes. So since we started off um, and talked about like kind of the downers of coronavirus, I actually want to uh, put some positive moments on here. Please do. Um, yeah, actually a few, um, few weeks ago, uh, we, my family also learned that uh, there was uh, some other extended family members who got the virus and yeah, their uh, aunts and uncles, uh, they're in their uh, uh, fifties going on up. And uh, these uh, aunts and uncles that we know, um, of course, some of them landed in the hospital. Some of them had um, mild symptoms and everything, but they're all out uh, in on the um, Navajo reservation. So uh, we, we definitely um, pray for them out here where we're, where uh, we're at, where we're located, uh, wherever we were at. And uh, we got good news actually this weekend. Uh, majority of them um, are recovering or have recovered. 
and um, there, some of them already have the, the, the green light to go back to work. They don't have the virus anymore. And that's definitely a good news for, for my family. And that's like definitely like praise reports like from God as well. And yeah, so I, I, I know we're going to get through this. My family's getting through this. Um, people on the reservation, um, I know that they're, they're going to get through this. And no matter what, it's like we, we have to be positive about this. We have to um, believe in hope. And I mean, that, that's all we have. Else we have nothing. And we, we have to hold on to something. And I think that like faith in God is a huge, is, is going to be a huge thing as well. That's awesome that your family is recovering, man. Good news. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be an increasingly common story that we all know somebody because I still don't know anybody personally in my life, friend or family who's contracted the virus. And so I, I almost feel like it's inevitable at this point, the way the curve keeps going, like eventually I'm going to know somebody, whatever degree of separation. And so I feel like that's something that's going to hit closer and closer to home for all of us as these, these weeks ahead go by. Yep, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Well, in our closing minutes, Matthew, what is like, you know, obviously you're out at a beautiful park right now. You got your longboard with you. Are there any moments of just like gratitude or appreciation or silver linings that you're seeing to all of this? Cause I know, I know you hate that all the social things are shut down, but like, I don't know, is there anything that, that you're taking from, from this time? Um, I would say uh, what I'm taking of this whole thing is appreciating quiet time appreciating alone time, uh, solitude. That's definitely a, a huge thing that I'm appreciating right now. And um, it's uh, one thing that I've never thought of before. I never like actually took for granted. And um, yeah, now, now like, dude, I get to have my quiet time both in the mornings and also the evenings. And <laughs> all the quiet time, all the quiet times, but I know once like the whole, um, uh, uh, I don't know, stay at home um, stuff is uh, uh, is lifted up and we can finally hang out. Dude, I'm going to go like hang out with my friends, stay out till like one o'clock in the morning and all that, all that stuff and definitely enjoy it. So I can't yeah. wait to, for, for things to go back to normal. I am like anticipating what that looks like. Like the first day that, by and large, we as a country can go back to normal. And that's such a weird phrase. Like, I don't know what that even means. Like, what does it mean for us to go back to normal? Is it all going to happen at once? Is it going to be like phased in? But, but I feel like there's going to be some definitive day in the future and it might be different days for different parts of the country, different parts of the world. But, um, but there'll be like some kind of big celebration. That's like, we, we did it y'all. We conquered this thing and it was awful. It was horrible. We lost lives along the way, but but as a society, we like survived it. We made it to the other side. And I'm so expectant and anticipatory for that, <laughs> for that day. I, that's like a huge motivator to keep going, honestly, is, is anticipating that celebration to come. Yep. And I can't wait for that. Yeah. Well, Matthew, are you, are you mobile? Are you moving? Yep. I am moving as, I can uh, hear. as you can see. Y'all can hear the wheels on pavement before. I'm, I'm getting a visual of Matthew. Yeah, just the breeze blowing through his hair, trees going by, not a human <laughs> soul around him. Uh, what, yep, a, what a so. pandemic life you're leading. That was awesome. I know, I know, right? I definitely, yeah, I will have to logboard again. And then when we have another Corona cast with you, 
um, I can I can confirm that I went longboarding during this pandemic. I think that's Good. that's something to motivate me before I bring you back. Good. Well, if we uh, once I'm back on here, dude, I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Oh, I know you do. When do you not have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about? True. When, you, when true. are you? When are you just blank? When are you dry? Ha! That's true. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. We'll we'll get back to the regular show eventually. I'm enjoying this stretch right now, where it's a chance to like really like yeah, like make the rounds, see how everyone's doing. We're we're all experiencing this worldwide unifying thing, and so I'm excited to keep having these these conversations. So so thanks for joining us here today, dear Matthew. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back real soon, y'all, for another edition of the Corona ConvoCast. I didn't even mention at the top, Matthew, that up until this recording, I had been debating what to even call this. I had done two interviews or two conversations with with different guys, uh, Nate and Marshall, and I didn't even know what this was called yet. I was experimenting with like three different names. And having this conversation with you, now that two episodes have been uploaded, um, I've officially dubbed this the Corona Convo Cast. Which, if this format lasts beyond coronavirus, I'll just drop the Corona, and this will become the Your Other Brothers Convo Cast, where it's just a one-on-one conversation. So I think I, th- I think it works out well. Actually, I like it. It sounds yeah, uh, pretty good, dude. It's like it's on like tip of the tongue. It's like easy to say, yeah. easy to remember. So I like it. Two thumbs up. Well, if you love that, two thumbs up. You're gonna love my sign off for this. <laughs> for this conference. Are oh, you ready? God. Are you ready for the sign off? Uh, okay. Because this is something I have yet to premiere on our two episodes. And Matthew, you are the perfect test subject to be the first one to receive this sign off. Um, so first of all, this is Tom saying goodbye. Matthew, you want to say goodbye? Yeah. Later's everyone. There's Matthew saying goodbye. And y'all remember, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. (laughs) We'll be back next time. (laughs) Y'all stay stay at home y'all, but this is what I want to say. Stay at home, but stay connected. It's very important. See ya. (laughs) That was great.